What is it, fam? This is your host, May Bornilio, and welcome to the Scale on Socials podcast, the show for social media managers and service providers who want to grow a profitable online business. This is a space where you learn how to sign clients, bring in more income, and make more impact. All these without complicated tech or complex funnels. Instead, we'll go with simple yet powerful methods that you can use right now. Over the past years, I've grown from charging $2 per hour into growing my flagship program, helping service providers hit five dollars to $10,000 cash months, all through socials. Social media can change your life if done right. And I am here to share with you the best lessons I've learned in this journey in hopes that it can help yours too. Let's get into the goods of today's podcast. I am so freaking excited for our topic today because this is very practical. This is going to be something that many of you, if you are a starting entrepreneur, if you are aspiring online service provider, you would like to sign more clients, you would like to increase your income. This is going to be so, so, so useful to you. I want people to see this because if you have been watching our live trainings, they're short but juicy, and I really want you to put it into execution. In the past few weeks, I've gotten people messaging me, hey, thanks for this freebie. Thanks for this five-day script. Um, I signed my client and I'm super pumped and happy when you put the strategies into execution because again, information will make you smarter. Information will, you know, make you feel better, but doesn't necessarily always make you richer. What will make you richer is when you put it into execution. So, all right, let's do this. Today, we're going to be talking about how to position yourself to sign clients on calls. All right. This is so important because one of the main things that we do in order to sign clients is to get them into discovery calls, get them to strategy calls or, you know, a scale session or a brainstorm session, whatever you call it, to get them to buy from you. Now, here's the problem. So many of you guys I know are very talented at what you do. You know, you have a scale, you know, you have the service that you can offer. The problem is we are not communicating that enough. And there are roadblocks that stop us from being able to express this value to our clients, especially on cost of various factors for this. Sometimes we get nervous or many of us are really naturally just introverts. We don't like talking or we don't like talking about our service or about ourselves. Third is we're not used to it, right? So those are like some of the common problems that I see. I remember when I, earlier this year, I was looking for a social media manager for my other brand, which is a product business. Um, and I interviewed a couple of interviewed. I got into a, a call with a couple of social media managers. And before I get into calls, I usually look at the person's profile, right? So if you are someone who, you know, who wants to get more insights by your ideal clients, this is most of your ideal clients out there. We look at profiles, we look at your background, we get as much information as we can about you before we get into a call. So we have an idea. So if you're someone here who's like, okay, I want to sign more clients, this is an insight for you to put out as much information as you can because the potential client, the prospect, will gather as much information about you and will build his or her perception prior to the call. You feel me? So with that being said, I looked at this person's, uh, not really portfolio, but profile, right? And I saw her highlights and I saw her profile and it was absolutely amazing. She had testimonials. She had screenshots of the insights, like she had great results. And I was super excited to get this call. When I got into this call, uh, was super looking forward. I saw that early on the call, she was so, she was so shy. 
it seemed like she was not used to getting calls. And that is absolutely normal. Like we have different backgrounds when it comes to speaking, right? But that was my observation. She was so shy. She, I knew that she wanted to say something. She was not saying it. And for some reason, it may be because sometimes when we are new into taking calls, we feel like I'd rather not say this because it might turn off the prospect. Um, and so I'd, I'd keep myself shut, right? But then what happens is that you're not able to express, you're not able to take the lead of the call. So I ended up taking the lead of the call. And at the end of it, you just look at it from a perspective of a coach. I see that so many people are so talented. So many things speak for them. When they get into a call, they are not able to utilize the opportunity to express themselves. So that is where the gap is. So what happens as well is that so many people negotiate, right? So you're so skillful, you are super talented, but then in the end, because of how that call is taken, people negotiate or you're good, but they don't, they don't sign or they choose other people, right? So we want to recognize how important it is to know where you're at with your calls, to be honest with yourself that, oh, okay, this is a gap that I can address. And here are the different parts of it that I can start addressing now, that I can start improving, right? And this is the way for us to improve, to always look at where we're at currently and what are the different areas, what are the different pieces that we can that we can fill in. Okay, so those are the problems. Now, what are the mistakes? Three common mistakes that I see. Why we're not signing clients online. Why we're not positioned very well to take that call. Number one, not warming up, all right? It is very important what your prospect sees prior the call, right? Prior to the call, you would want to be seeding information, content, right? You would want to be seeding content about you, about what you do, social proof, case study, anything that would strengthen your positioning prior to the call. Because your ideal clients, your prospect, whoever your buyers are, they would gather as much information about you prior to getting that call. So my question to you is, what information, what content are you exposing them to prior to the call? So important. Perception is built and selling does not start during the call. It starts way before. So my question to you is, what kind of content do you expose your, your prospects to prior to getting that call with you? Here's a pro tip. One of the ways that you can give people good information prior to getting a call with you is one, your content. Content always have to be publishing relevant information. It doesn't mean you have to create always. You can always repurpose. One of the key that we have here is repetition. Repeat what your previous content are. You can rephrase that. You can reformat that. You don't always have to put out new information. You can use your old one. All right. And it's important because we only have one message, right? Your content your marketing will be based on what you offer. And this will highly be based on your, on your market research, your ideal client. So reuse that. That's number one. Your content will be publishing. So your people are exposed to good content, to, to your results prior to getting on a call with you. Second opportunity to expose them is when they book that call, right? You might be using Calendly. You might be using another scheduling platform. When they book that call, you have a thank you message. Or you have a confirmation email, right? It would be amazing if you created a page, like a simple page. It doesn't have to be a website. It doesn't have to be a landing page. It can literally be a Word file. It can literally be a PDF. It can be an, an Evernote, right? Where you put the screenshots, you know, very simple screenshots of your results. It can be as simple as these are the things we, we have achieved through my framework to give you an idea of what we do in this support in this package, in this program, right? 
So you would put in the screenshots, whatever you have, testimonial screenshots, reviews. If you don't have those from your ideal clients, what have you done for yourself? If you have increased your own insights, if you have gotten results for yourself, take a screenshot of that, explain that, okay, prior to implementing this strategy, this is where we're at. This is what we have done. And then this is where we're at now. This is something that I do with people. So I want to give you a very important point when you're doing this. You would want to tell, not sell. That makes sense? Do you guys get that? Tell, don't sell. This is so important because people don't like to be sold to. The information that you're going to give them is what will allow them to make a decision. And so your job really is not to sell. Your job is to give them the right information and allow them to make the decision. Okay? So that's very, very important. After after they book in your Calendly, you have a thank you page, right? You have a destination page. Calendly allows you to change the text in that. Or you have a confirmation email that you can edit. Attach the link of your portfolio, if that's what you call it, of your um, case study page, of your results page. That will position you very well prior to the call. So now your person, your prospect is exposed to results that you've gotten before. You do not even sell. You're just informing them. You're showing them. Now they get into a call. They have a stronger perception of you. So with that being said, you would want to warm them up prior. That's number one. Point number one. Mistake number two and what you can do about it. The second one is leading the call. This is so, so important. Guys, there's so many times I've gotten into a call as a prospect and then there were crickets in the call. Like we were waiting who's going to speak up first. If there's something I want you to take away from this, lead the call. This can be as simple as prior to getting on a call, you have a set of questions. This could be four, five, six questions that allow you to get more information about your ideal clients. The information that you get from them through these questions, when they answer these questions, will let you know if they truly have a problem that you can solve. When they don't have a problem you can solve, you don't sell. I know that some of you might be at the very start of your journey. You want clients, you want uh, income, right? You want cash flow. But then if the person does not have problems that you can solve, you do not offer your services because great services turn out great because it's solving a problem. Now, if they don't have a problem that is, you know, you can solve with your expertise, then you're not a great fit. Remember, when you're in, in, in sales calls, when you're in discovery calls, the purpose of this is to see if you're a fit. And we want to be very fair that if the client answered and the answer does not fit, right, then you would be willing to let them go. Okay, so four, four five, six questions that will allow you to dig deep into what it is that they're struggling with. If the answer is yes in your, in your own assessment that, okay, this is some, someone that I can help, then you would ex- proceed and explain that you can be working together and here's how it looked like. But if the answer is no, you'll be very open to them and say that, uh, thank you for answering my questions. I would love to be able to help you with your problems. But the thing is, um, this is not my expertise. I don't think I'm the best person. You keep your integrity and you point them to the right direction. In that, keep your integrity, you keep the trust of people and you and they know that you are being real. Hey, hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I know that many of you who listen to the Scale on Socials podcast are also entrepreneurs. So I recorded a free masterclass where I explained step-by-step how I sign premium clients for my social media agency month after month. The same strategies and systems, you guys, helped me make a full-time income as a business owner and have more time to travel around the world and be with my family. That's the best thing about it. I will leave the link in the show notes so you can watch it for free. Now back to the episode. 
and you gain the trust of people and they might even recommend you to others, right? This is so important. Going back to the leading the call, this can be as simple as, hey, May, thank you so much for having this call with me. I'm going to do my best to make it very quick. Here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to be asking a few questions to see if you truly have a problem or a situation that I can help. If I can, I'll talk about how it looks like to be supported. And if not, I'd be open to you and I'll politely tell you that I'm not the best person. Does that sound good to you? So that can be a very, very simple opening of your strategical sales call. Write that down, practice that. And I promise you, this will make the biggest difference in your sales call. What just happened is that you took the lead of the call, meaning now both of you know that you are going to be the one asking questions. They're going to be the ones saying the answer. The second thing is that, so you've set the expectation. It's no longer a guessing game what's going to happen in this. It's very clear. Second is that you've asked permission that if it is a fit, you're going to talk about how it looks like to work together. And if it is not a fit, then you're going to point them to another direction. It's very clear. Okay. The second point, the second mistake is not leading the call. And what you can do about that is lead the call and use the script that I've just given, the the guide that I've just given you right now. Feel free to tweak that. Use your own words for it. But the point is you're leading the call. You're setting the expectation. You're getting the permission that if it is a fit, you'll talk about how you look like to work together so that you don't like have an awkward transition later on. And if it's not a fit, you're going to be honest and open and politely communicate that with them. And you're going to point them to the right direction as much as you can. That's the second mistake. And that's what you can do. Now, the third thing, the third mistake is holding so tight, holding the prospect, holding the lead so tight. What you're going to do is hold them loosely. Okay, let me explain. Holding them tight is whatever they say, you're just going to say yes, yes, right. I can help you with that. It's like you are applying for a job. We're not applying for a job. You're a business owner. They are a business owner. You're going to see if you're a fit or not. If it's not a fit, you're not going to work together. If it is a fit, you're going to work together. So a common mistake is we hold them so tight because we want to sign a client so bad. And I totally understand you. I was in a position where I would take anything, (laughs) right? I would take anything because I just really needed myself to get off the ground. But again, that was uh, something that I have learned later on that when you hold a prospect so tight, instead of being able to communicate your value, what happens is that they, they, they step back. Because you're leaning so forward, right? You're, you're leaning forward too much. And what happens when you lean forward, the other person leans back. The point is, you would want to be in a neutral position. You would want to be honest and open and communicative and know in your head, have that mindset when you come into a call that this person might or might not turn into a client. Does it make sense? It might, might or might not turn into a client. What that allows you to do is you let go of the needy vibe. You let go of like the desperation vibe, right? Of like, I must, I must, I must, I must sign this client. You move from that mindset into, let me see if I can help this client, this prospect. If I can, we will go for it. If I can't, I will let them go. So you're really sorting, not selling. You're holding your clients, your prospects loosely in your hands, right? And they will feel that. This is so, so important because... Have you, ever, have you guys ever gotten into a call where people say, oh, but why are you offering this much? This person is offering this for less, right? A lot of us feel like, oh, oh my God, I, I think I should lessen my price. No, no, you shouldn't. There will always be people who charge more, more than what you charge. And there will always be people who will charge less than what you charge. Okay. And that is a normal thing. That is a normal thing in the market. Everyone has that, right? If you base your prices on everyone on the market price, right? You will always be swayed. 
because people will look at the situation through their own lenses. A price that is expensive to one person might be fair or might even be cheap to another person. It depends on how they're spending. So you must understand that a person looks at a price, a person looks at a package, they perceive that matter based on their own lenses. And everyone has different lenses. So you must stand firm that, okay, this is the amount that I'm willing to charge and I'd be happy to show up for. It has to be an amount that you're happy to show up for because this will show in your work. This will show in your delivery. And so when you have that price, you stand firm. And when people come to you and say that, oh, you know what? This is way beyond my budget or someone else is offering this for less. I'm going to go with them. What you got to do is you accept that and you say, hey, I totally respect if that is your budget. What's important to me right now is I was able to talk about, we were able to talk about what your problems are and how I can help. If you feel later on that you are ready for my services, feel free to circle back. Now, the most important thing here, guys, is you are ready for them to walk away. That kind of energy, that kind of abundance, that kind of holding them them loose in your hands is so important. They feel that you're not running after them. You're not needy. You're not desperate. And you lean back and they start to lean forward, right? So they see that you stand firm. People see that you are sure with that you offer because if you go lower and lower and allow them to negotiate, then a negotiation happens, right? This is case-to-case basis, of, of course. But what I want you to know is that you should not be basing your prices on what each and every person's feedback is because we look at things on our, in our lenses and we have different lenses, right? Again, like what's expensive for someone might not be expensive for another person. There will always be someone who will pay more or less than what you offer and who offers it more or less than how you offer it. So let's just recap that. What our problem here is, we want us to be chosen. We want people to obviously respect our prices. We want to position ourselves in a way that we sign the clients and not just any client, but quality clients. Mistakes is one, we're not warming up. Number two, we're not leading the call. Number three, we're holding them tight. What we can do instead is one, Warm people up, expose them to content prior to getting that call with you. Opportunities are you can do it through through your content. You can do that through your thank you page in your calendar link. You can do that through the chat. You can do that on your confirmation email that, hey, we have our meeting at this while we wait for the meeting. Here's a link that you can go through. So you have more idea of what we do in this package, what we do in this offer, in this support. That's number one thing you can do. The second one is lead the call. Prepare a simple four to five questions that will allow you to get your ideal clients better in a call and take the lead of the call. Set the expectation at the start of the call so there's no guessing game, right? And ask permission. That's the second thing. Third thing, obviously, is hold your leads loosely. No desperation, no neediness, and you are ready for the client to walk away. If that made sense to you, if that was helpful to you, I want you to give me a yes, that's helpful in the chat or in the comments. I would love to hear from you guys. And I hope that you take this and I hope that you implement this. Try this in your next call and see the difference. Now, it might not always be perfect when you implement the you know strategies and guides and lines and how you take calls, but it gets better as you go. So I want you to always set your expectation for yourself. My learners, my clients, um, there's a lot of things that they do uncomfortably the very first time, obviously, but you know that's how we do. That's how we learn. One thing that my friend told me sometime last year, oh, this year, still 2021, is that a baby learns how to crawl and then walk first before they run. So if you're not running yet, 
that's okay. All right? Keep crawling. Keep walking. And you will strengthen your muscles to learn how to run. Right? To treat yourself as a baby. You're going to be kind and you're going to be patient and you're going to be persistent in this process until you make those pieces of your puzzle come together and build a stronger picture of you and how you build your business. So I wanted to tell you something. It's 2nd of December. We are pumped because we are preparing to go blasting on January. Me and my ideal clients, we just finished the six-week game plan in our group. We are gearing up to smashing January because here's what we want to happen. What we want to happen is you hit January running, not planning. People will be planning. People will be fueling, but you are going to be driving when you hit January because you have used December to prepare for that year. All right. So I want to tell you about something. This December, we are starting a new group and we're looking for a few people to join us. This is going to be so useful to you. If you are an online service provider, such as a social media manager, virtual assistant, OBM, you have a service that you want to charge premium for, you want to move from hourly to pricing by package, you want to get premium clients, add an extra $5,000 in your monthly recurring income, and you can handle one to two premium clients in the next eight to 12 weeks. And finally, you have five to six hours every single week to dedicate. And here's the most important thing, that you are coachable. Because if you're not coachable, I'm not going to be able to help you. All right? If this is you and you'd like to have more details, go to my Instagram, send me the word OBS, right? That's letter OBS. I'm going to ask a few uh, questions, two to three questions to see if we are going to be a fit. If we are, we'll talk about how that looks like. If we're not, I'm going to politely tell you that it's not a good fit. Send me the word OBS. Happy to send you more details. That's what I got for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you got value bits from this. And I hope the most that you implement this. Send us a message if you have found this to be useful to you. I cannot wait to see how this goes when it comes to your implementation. That's it for today. Hope you have your best life. Bye. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Scale on Socials podcast, the show for action takers who are ready to turn their goals into reality. If you found value in this and would like to work closely with me and my team and learn how to sign premium clients online, here's what you have to do. Go to my Instagram at Make It Happen, that is spelled as at M-A-E-K-I-T Happen, and send me a DM with the word OBS. That's letter O-B-S. My aim is to help social media managers and service providers turn your skills into an actual profitable business. We will teach you the strategies, the steps, and the tools that you need so you can be consistent in getting high-quality clients and serve them with confidence. Again, head over to my Instagram at Make It Happen and DM me the word OBS and we will have a quick chat to see whether or not I can help you scale online. All right, I'll speak with you soon and don't forget, we have one life. Live it to your best today. Bye.